Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is Wednesday, the 18th of May, 2022. Daniel Pettigrew back in the chair for the next hour before Vossian, uh, well, not Brandy, but Vossian, James Magnuson take you through the breakfast show on 1170 SDN Sydney and, of course, up in Queensland on 1620 Gold Coast and SDNQ. It is patted heels from 6am. A lot to get through. Uh, another busy 24 hours in sport. Mainly news about the Bulldogs, it has to be said. But there has been some other news. Team this Tuesday coming out. Uh, a couple of interesting uh, decisions and a bad injury as well. Uh, one worse than feared. We'll talk about uh, shortly as well. Number, all the, as usual, the same. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Your phone number or you can text 0457 736 736. Also hoping... And have a chat with Matty Cox as well in around about 10 or so minutes time from now. Uh, it is one minute past five. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yes, uh, now, is your hot, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Just before we get to the news of the day, a very important EPL game. Are playing out at the moment between Southampton and Liverpool. Now, Liverpool, uh, this is their second last game. Um, and now they need to win this to, uh, well, really have any chance. And it's a very small chance to uh, chase Man City down. They would, if they won this match, get to one point behind Man City uh, with a game each to play on Sunday night, Monday morning, our time here. However, it's not the greatest start for Liverpool. Uh, it's Southampton won, leading Liverpool nil. A goal in the 13th minute for Southampton. So, uh, danger signs there for Liverpool. It is away from Anfield, and Southampton won. They lead Liverpool nil. That's after 17 minutes. So, if you are a Liverpool fan, you'd be a little nervous about your uh, chances in this game. Southampton, well, they're coming 15th on the ladder. So, yeah, bad news uh, for Liverpool at the moment. 17 minutes gone. It's Liverpool trailing Southampton by one goal to nil. We will keep you across that throughout the course of the morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 the phone number, or 0457-736-736. Now, before we get to Brad Fittler, uh, just a bit of news about uh, who the Bulldogs' interim coach is going to be. And there's been a host of names. You would have heard it on the various shows here on SDN yesterday. Um, and and even Michelle Bishop, I think, asked Phil Gould at one point in time whether he will take over uh, the reins as an interim coach, and he shot that down pretty quickly. But it seems that two-time premiership-winning uh, Bulldogs fullback Mick Potter is likely to take the interim coach after a coaching job after Trent Barrett's exit, uh, Channel 9 is reporting. Now, it's expected Potter will be asked to leave his current role as coach of Mounties in the New South Wales Cup to take the helm of the ailing Dogs. Potter previously coached the West Tigers for two years before he was not uh, recontracted after the 2000 and 
2014 season. His coaching career is thus set to be revived against his former club this Friday night. Now, we know about Brent Naden. That came out yesterday. He's off to the Tigers as well after he was released by the Dogs. And he's going to be playing on Friday night in two days' time against his former club, who he played for last weekend. Now, Potter has won 50% of his games as coach across the Super League and the NRL. As a player, he won the 1984 and 85 premierships in Canterbury, then winning the 1991 Delian medal with the Dragons to go along with the, his 1984 win. Now, it's unclear whether Potter will be considered for the full-time job in 2023. Uh, and uh, when uh, Potter was uh, coaching the Tigers, um, we saw uh, Benji Marshall left to join uh, rugby super, uh, super League class, uh, Super Rugby Club, the Auckland Blues. Uh, so we'll see what, how, how he goes. Bulldogs fans, are you happy about Mick Potter in for at least the rest of the season? And it's funny, we've seen in previous times when, and we don't know whether he's going to be asked or put his hand up for the full-time gig for next season and beyond, but we've seen these interim coaches come in um, and do a very good job. Um, I think Jason Taylor did it at Parramatta. Brad Fitler, who we're going to talk about in just a second, um, did it at the Roosters at the back end of 2007 before becoming coach in 08 and 09. So thoughts on that, Bulldogs fans? Mick Potter likely to be uh, your new coach for the rest of the year. 0457, and I wonder how he feels about it. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 at 5 past 5. Now, Brad Fitler. I found his interview with Vossi and Brandy yesterday morning uh, very interesting, in particular when he was asked about the coaching job. Now, he and Roy Simmons, and we will hear, we'll have a listen to the full interview a bit later on as well. Um, but Roy Simmons and him uh, started embarking on a very a good cause, a, an 11-day walk, which will end next Friday night at Penrith Football Stadium for the Panthers-Cowboys match to raise money for dementia. But... Uh, at the start of the interview uh, with Brad Fittler, Vossi and Brandy both asked Brad Fittler about uh, whether he will be coaching the Bulldogs in 2023. Let's just have a bit of a listen to it. Is there any chance you will be coaching an NRL side next year? Vossi, I've got one job at the moment. That's a walk with Royce. The next one is to coach the Blues in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so that was Brad Fittler on 11.70 SDN Breakfast yesterday with Vossi and Brandy. Um, and that was after he um, had said basically the same thing to Brandy a few seconds beforehand. Didn't shut it down. Yeah, I, He danced around it. Um, obviously, we know he's coaching the Blues, and we know State of Origin is only what, about three weeks away today, but um, did not shut down the opportunity to coach the Bulldogs. Now, if you're Brad Fittler, and I'd like to know, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 would you go and coach the Bulldogs? Now, who knows? He might not want to go and coach the Bulldogs, but um, did not shut it down at all. And you look at what Brad Fittler does now, um, works for Channel 9, seems to have uh, a nice gig there at Channel 9, doing commentary over the weekend. And then with the New South Wales Blues, and I have no doubt he works very hard for the New South Wales Blues. Um, and it is a year-round job, keeping an eye on things. But it is not as stressful as coaching a club Day in, day out, I wouldn't think anyway. There is about six weeks of stress, I'm sure, but the rest of it, not too bad. Now, we know Fittler, well, he's coached the Blues to enormous success over the past um, few years, um, but his NRL coaching ro uh, role didn't go too badly at the Roosters for the first couple of years. As I mentioned, he came in at the back end of 2007, almost got them to a grand final. 2008, top four spot, 
Um, and then 2009 wasn't so good. Wooden spoon for the Sydney Roosters. So he hasn't shut it down um, at all. We know he's very close to Phil Gould. Um, Bulldogs fans or anyone, if you were Brad Fittler, would you go and coach the Bulldogs next year? 0457. And Bulldogs fans, do you want Brad Fittler to be coaching your team? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is a rather interesting one and we'll see. I wouldn't imagine we'll hear much more about it uh, between now and after the State of Origin series, but uh, he didn't shut it down and I know that means usually if you shut it down, then the story will go away. But uh, unfortunately for him, uh, not so at eight past five. So we'll see what happens. Uh, That will keep bubbling along until either something happens with him or the Bulldogs do announce a coach. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And we will hear that interview uh, with Roy Simmons and Brad Fittler in full in around about 20 minutes time. 23 gone in the Premier League and it's still Southampton 1 leading Liverpool nil. Southampton one, leading Liverpool nil. Uh, now, Sydney Roosters forward Victor Radley, he has been robbed of his state of origin dream once again uh, after he's been ruled out for six to eight weeks after being told he must undergo immediate surgery on an injured ankle. And it means uh, he will be unavailable for origin one on June 8 and potentially game two in Perth on June 26. Cam Murray, who I believe on 7 News last night declared he'd be fit, uh, well, he is injured at the moment and Radley was probably the obvious choice to come in to replace uh, Cam Murray. He, he's been playing pretty good football over the past uh, few weeks, um, but unfortunately, again, uh, hasn't been able to get into uh, that side. Injury this year, suspension uh, last year, apparently left uh, shattered at uh, the injury, Rick, Victor Radley. And I was I saw him, I was there on Sunday afternoon, and you saw it when he did the injury, and he did try and stay on for a couple of minutes uh, before the Roosters got him off the field. And not just for New South Wales. That's a big loss for the Roosters. Um, they do have Connor Watson there that uh, will help. They've named Nat Butcher in that lock position. But he's still a big lock, uh, loss for the Roosters and a disappointing way for Victor Radley, not to end his season. He'll be back, but to miss out on state of origin. 0457 736 736. Or you can text, or you can call 1300 01 1170. It is 10 past five. What we'll do now is we'll take a break. And after this, we're going to cross to Melbourne and have a chat with Matty Cox. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yes, at 14 past five in the soccer or football uh, Premier League. 28 minutes gone. Liverpool have equalised and it is now one all between Southampton and Liverpool. And Liverpool almost getting another goal there. So Southampton one, Liverpool one. 0457736736 or 1300-01-1170 is our phone number. We'll get to some texts shortly. But in just a second, we're going to have a chat with Maddie Cox in Melbourne to discuss all things sport. And a very good morning to Dan Pettigrew, host of Tradies in Sydney. Welcoming him down into Melbourne. Morning to you, mate. Hello, De- hello, Maddie. I pr- <laughs> I, I, very early, isn't it? I, I, hey, Magic Room. You must have had a big weekend at <laughs> yes, Magic Room. Yes, I did. No, I approve of that song is what I was thinking. Good, good work. Back, you're back to uh, form, Maddie. Back to, back to form. That's great. The old uh, magic button here. It's uh, working my <laughs> one. Working wonders. How was magic around in all seriousness? Uh, very, uh, very good. I went to all three days. So I flew up on the Friday. And as you 
would have seen throughout the weekend. Uh, the weather in Brisbane, especially on the Friday and the Saturday, was awful. Raining all day, and in particular Saturday. Friday, uh, at least around Suncorp Stadium, sort of stayed dry for the most part up until about uh, the last 20 minutes of our second game, which was good. Um, but a fantastic weekend. Um, I was saying yesterday on the show that uh, landed, as I said, on, a, on Friday, uh, people around everywhere in the city on the Friday, but then in particular on the Saturday, and I know it was headlined by that Storm Panthers game that turned out to be a bit of a fizz-up, but um, you went out to the city, you went out to Caxton Street, which is the street heading down to the football ground, and I was out there from about 11.30 midday, um, and just the flow of people for three hours before that first game, uh, it just did not stop. And then after the game, if you headed out to the city, I mean, I was out probably midnight, 1 a.m., and there were still people in their jerseys going into pubs and everything. Just a, a great vibe. And for the most part, we had one issue on the first night, but for the most part, everyone well-behaved. Everyone had a good time. I think Vossi said on our breakfast show yesterday, over 130,000 people across the weekend. So, uh, yeah, just a, a fantastic uh, atmosphere and uh, something that Suncorp Stadium, something that Brisbane and the NRL do very well. It, it does sound like, and, and as always, there's going to be a few issues along the way, yes. and it's just unfortunate that that probably happened in the, the prime time slot and distracted from the, the, the weekend's events. You, you mentioned the, the carnival type of atmosphere. Is that something that you, you would think could be replicated in another city? Does it have to be in Brisbane? Well, like this, so this was my first Magic Round in Brisbane, and I have heard stories about the previous two and how good it was. I said yesterday, look, I would have no issue whatever they do with it. I think it would probably, if it stays in Brisbane and stays there forever, I think that works. But if they took it to different cities, Sydney, for example, firstly, um, with their new, with the new football stadium opening uh, up in Moore Park next to the Sydney Cricket Ground in a few months' time, that could potentially work. You've got a lot of... Uh, bars and pubs and restaurants up across Paddington and Bondi. But I think, to be honest, it would work as a once in a five, every five, ten year thing. And the other one, I was having a chat with the, uh, with, uh, the mates I was with. Melbourne is another one that is interesting because it's such a great city. We all know uh, people down there. You love your sport. Um, I just wonder, it would be great for the pubs and the restaurants and the bars or whatever you want to do. But I just wonder in terms of the actual NRL, if you had three days of NRL, uh, at Amy Park or um, Eddie Hart or Marvel, whatever it's called these days, would you um, get that sort of crowd, 40,000, 50,000 in each day? That's a very for good rugby question. League. Yeah, for rugby league. I know they trialled something in April towards the end, or might have been mid-April with the super rugby down here. There was, I think, most of the weekend was yes, played at, and was, at uh, Amy Park. didn't go too well. No, it, it didn't really capture the imagination of the sporting public. And yes, we were, there were a lot of sporting events going on at the time. We'd just come off the, the Grand Prix, I think, from the, the top of my head. The AFL season, obviously, well and truly underway. I, I don't know. There's part of me that would say, no, it wouldn't. But at the same time, given that, given that it's rugby league and if there was that much atmosphere, maybe it would. Maybe it would just make people curious enough to be able to attend it because I think the NRL probably has a greater reputation than what Super mm. Rugby does and more people are the casual fan. I mean, we only have to look at what State of Origin produced a few years ago when we got eighty to 90,000 at the MCG. So I'd, I'd like to think that maybe, yes, it would work, mm -hmm. but I'm not confident 
if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the Super Rugby one. I think that was poorly advertised. I didn't even know. Now, obviously, I'm not in Melbourne, but I didn't even know that was happening until the day of it. Um, I think the NRL would definitely advertise it more and you'd know about it more. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think... I understand the argument about taking Magic Round and touring it around Australia um, and potentially New Zealand as well. Um, and if there's probably a place that does deserve it, it's probably New Zealand next. Mm. Um, but Queensland, they're contracted to have it at least next year and they want it uh, for further years. And I don't blame them because the money they must get from uh, the tourists for that weekend, um, uh, I wouldn't even know how much it is. It would be a lot of money. So I can imagine they want to keep that um, there for as long as possible. Yeah, particularly with what we've been through with COVID, I think mm. any uh, city that was able to get something like that it would generate plenty of money for the uh, the coffers, which is great. Now, we've had a couple of coaching changes in both of our sports mm. or major football codes, I should say, since we last uh, spoke. The Bulldogs are on the search for a coach in the NRL and the Giants in a similar position in the AFL. Yeah, uh, well, the Bulldogs coach... Uh, decided to leave um, on Monday morning. It do was, we, a, it, yeah. Do we, uh, do, do we go down that path? Yeah. Uh, no, let's leave that path alone. But uh, look, and I, I feel a bit sorry for him, um, but not overly surprised. I've got some good friends that are Bulldogs fans and um, two wins this season. Uh, remarkably, one of them against the Roosters a few weeks ago, which still, I still don't quite know how that happened, but um, he's left the club and uh, they're looking at an interim coach, which may well be announced today, and then uh, looking to appoint someone uh, going forward more through into uh, 2023 and beyond. And it'll be interesting to see uh, who they pick, but it has been you know, a big week with coaches. Leon Cameron coached his last game against Carlton on Sunday. He did, he did, after a sustained period of time, building the, the Giants, getting them to the grand final against the mm. Tigers where they were walloped and probably don't want to revisit that part of history for them. But been an incredibly competitive side throughout the journey. There was the speculation, the ongoing speculation about what would happen and when contract talks were put on hold, that pretty much amplified the situation for him. So he made that decision last week or the club and he made that mutual decision last week, coached uh, the final game of the weekend. And now Mark mm. McVeigh, who was one of these senior assistants up there, takes the reins. He's getting a bit of an Essendon influence uh, in from the early 2000s. Dean Solomon looks like he'll be providing some support for my Essendon Frio player. Spent some time up at the Gold Coast Suns and was highly regarded up there as one of their assistant coaches was part of the COVID cutbacks back in 2020 and has spent some time away from the game. So he's going to be helping in a remote part-time role from what we're led to believe. And there's a, a great figure that hovers over this. No, it's not Alistair Clarkson I refer to because he's still hovering in the background and any club would love his services. But James Hurd has yes. re-entered the conversation. He's was... Uh, put on by the Giants as a consultant at the start of the season. Mm. And it looks as though that they'll be stepping up his involvement into more of an assistant coaching capacity from the latest uh, reports that have floated around in the last 24 hours. So uh, interesting space to see how they go. No real indication of 
what type of coach, whether they'll look for the experienced coach or whether they'll try someone new. But Mark McVeigh's got 13 rounds to, to see what he can do. Yeah, going to be uh, very interesting indeed. And I just said beforehand, sometimes interim coaches, uh, when they come in, uh, turn the club around to a certain extent that they prove their worth. So... That is going to be interesting. Um, any huge games in the AFL this weekend? Well, just before you do that, there's yes. quite a good example of that from uh, the Harbour City in Paul Ruse many, mm, many years yes. ago, slotting uh, into that uh, role. But looking ahead to the fixture this weekend in the AFL as we head towards round 10 mm. of the competition, <laughs> uh, an interesting game Saturday afternoon down at GMHBA Stadium in Geelong. The Cats who are coming off a loss against the Saints on the weekend. They'll take on Port Adelaide, and that's a defining game for the power. I think they've mm. had a good run, four wins on the trot so far. So it'll be curious to see how they transform things around. And then Carlton and Sydney. I think everyone yes. on Friday night is looking forward to the benchmark. Where's Sydney at? They seem to have stagnated in the last couple of weeks. The Blues, they're coming. We keep hearing, we keep feeling they're coming. I just wonder how serious they are. So this will be a good test for them on Friday night. As we let you go, what about in the NRL this week? Yeah, just quickly, uh, Friday night, Eels-Manly should be a good game. Eels want to bounce back from that loss against the Roosters. But I think the game of the round is probably Saturday night. Roosters-Panthers. Roosters have returned to some form, and uh, well, we saw what the Panthers did against the Storm. So that's 7.30 Saturday night at the cricket ground. I think it's going to be a beauty. Looking forward to reviewing it with you next week, Dan. Appreciate catching up again. We'll speak next week, Matty. Good on you, Dan Pettigrew. Yeah, Matty Cox in Melbourne. Uh, always great to have a chat with him. 25 past five uh, to your text in one moment. Uh, 39 minutes gone in the Premier League. It's still Southampton 1, Liverpool 1. Uh, now, uh, on that as well, uh, Nomadic Tiger's been in touch saying, a morning, Dan, the Liverpool team, Klopp has made nine changes to the team. There are a few injuries, but he is resting players ahead of uh, before the Champions League final, basically given up on winning the EPL. Well, yeah, that Champions League final in 10 days' time from now, Sunday uh, week, which um, Liverpool will be hoping uh, to win, obviously. And, yeah, they are coming into this game. You make the point, a nomadic tiger. They are four points behind Man City, but um, you just never... Uh, no, what can happen if they get a win? Uh, they get a win, but yeah, no doubt that Champions League final is definitely uh, most importantly. Now, uh, Ben has texted in, uh, obviously not a fan of the Roosters. He says, no one cares about the Roosters, more Dragons chat. Uh, thank you, Ben. Uh, now, Junior Smithy also says, uh, morning, Dan. Some people are very mean at this time in the morning. Uh, morning, Dan. As a Bulldog supporter, I'd like Mick Potter as a possible coach. For me, it has to be someone that's played for the club, so that rules Freddie out of contention. Um, another... Two names to the role is Jim Dimmick or Michael Hagen. Um, just on that, Junior Smith, you know, we have to go to a break, but both Vossi and Brandy were saying yesterday, and if you are a Bulldogs fan, it'd be great to uh, for you to text back, Junior Smithy. Why does it have to be someone from inside the Bulldogs club? Um, and if you are a Bulldogs fan, can you explain that to me? There's heaps of coaches around that coach different teams and are not from inside the Bulldogs organisation, have never played for the Bulldogs before or, or their club that they're coaching and are still very successful. Uh, so if you can explain that to me, I would love to know. Uh, 0457 736 736. 
or 1300-01-1170. Don't forget, uh, this season, Makita rules the outdoors. It is 27 past 5, 41 minutes gone in that EPL game, and it is still Liverpool and Southampton nil all. We'll take a break, come back with more. Keep those text calls coming, 0457 736 736 or 1300-01-1170. 27 past 5, you're listening to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, 6 to 6. Uh, Junior Smithy has been back in touch about why it has to be a Bulldogs former player that coaches the Bulldogs. He says, hi, Dan, on the fact that a former player needs to be the coach of the Bulldogs, it's on the fact that you feel their passion. It's not manufactured as they have lost blood, sweat and tears in that jersey. They know the history and as part of the history and are part of the history. You listen to Willie Mason talk about how it was when he came to the Bulldogs and when he got his locker and how it was such a big deal and what it meant to him tells you what the DNA of the club is. Yes, I, I take that point and I understand that, but I still don't think it necessarily has to be someone uh, from the Bulldogs. James Magnuson is a Bulldogs fan, though, so no doubt Fossey will ask him about that. Thank you, Junior Smithy. Appreciate the text. 50 minutes gone in the EPL between Southampton and Liverpool. It's Southampton and Liverpool one all. Uh, so the various breakfast shows, both Vossi and James Magnuson here, 3.1170 Sydney and Patton Hill, 16.20 Gold Coast and SDNQ will keep you up to date uh, with that. Coming up with uh, Vossi and James Magnuson, one of the special guests, Terry Lamb. He's on the Roy Simmons charity walk, but no doubt uh, we'll get his take on what is happening at the Bulldogs. Keep those text calls coming, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Breakfast coming up after Alana with the news, and I'll catch you back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Have a great day. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.